0: You are listening to South Niagara Conversations, a podcast presented by the South Niagara Chambers of Commerce, along with 105.1 the River and 101.1 More FM. Here are your hosts, Dolores Fabiano and Scott Lunn.
1: Right. Well, good morning and thanks to everyone who's joined us for our South Niagara Conversation series. For those of you who are tuning in from afar, we represent the communities of Fort Erie, Niagara Falls, Port Coburn, Waynefleet, Welland, and Pelham. We're located in Southern Ontario, a wonderful place to live, work, and play. Good morning, Scott. How are you?
2: I'm very well, Dolores. Thank you. How are you this morning?
1: I'm I'm great. We say it every week. How is it possible that it's Friday already again?
2: I know. The weeks do go by pretty quick, despite uh, being captivated in one's home, but... uh, they do go by fairly, fairly quickly,
1: so it's yeah. not too bad. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's a good thing. I want to uh, give a shout-out to our tech sponsor, Brian Lachapelle from B4 Networks. Great technology experts that everybody needs. Brian, how are you this morning?
2: I'm great. Thank you, Dolores. How about yourself?
1: I'm doing well. It, it's Friday, after all.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so this morning, we're going to focus on what's been going on in the business community this past year. Uh, Chambers of Commerce are still the first point of contact for many, many things, and we've really had our work cut out for us this past year. We have been on the front line for business. Uh, we've been actively responding to local business needs, providing information, resources, programming, and a compassionate ear uh, for the past year. Our memberships are so diverse, which means um, the needs are very diverse as well. I'm so excited about the guests that uh, we have joining us um, because they understand what I'm, what I'm talking about and I know they're gonna provide us with some great um, unique insight. We've already had so much fun um, before we've even gone live. Scott, let's get started. Who do we have joining us this morning?
2: You bet, Dolores This morning we welcome uh, John D'Amico, Chair of the Niagara Center Board of Trade and Commerce. Eduardo Lafore, CEO of the Niagara on the Lake Chamber, and Denise Potter, Executive Director of the West Lincoln Chamber. Now, as Dolores mentioned, you're all very well positioned um, in the sense that you don't represent just one industry. And we've talked about single industries lots on this podcast, but but you are actually involved in all businesses within your municipalities um, from a touch point standard and from uh, you know representing and assisting with. Uh, with uh, the different things that uh, you liaison between government and business. So uh, let's get started. Uh, first of all, welcome to all of you and thank you for joining us today. And uh, we'll just get a general snapshot uh, of how your memberships have been uh, affected with, uh, with COVID and over the last uh, year and a bit. So uh, maybe we'll uh, start with you Denise, if you can kind of give us a, an idea of how things have looked over this last year.
3: Well, in terms of membership over this last year, um, uh, I felt it was extremely important, as did my board of directors, to keep reaching out, touching them, speaking to our, our businesses, letting them know that we're there for them. And, and we made a conscious effort to do that, that back in the early part of, of COVID. I, I had a membership committee and uh, we, we, you know, reached out to all the businesses, letting them know we were there for them, anything we could do for them, even to the point if uh, there were some financial challenges for them, we would give them extended payment terms to help them along, because we totally understand what they're going through. Any Anything they needed, they could reach out for us. And if we couldn't do something for them, we would find somebody that could. Right.
2: Okay. Very nice. Eduardo, how about yourself?
0: Well, um, on our side, uh, you know, Nayaron Lake, it's it's tourism and wineries and culture. And um, I think that the day we will all remember from here on is the day that the world stopped traveling. And from there on, Mm -hmm. uh, if I can put in four words, it has been open, spend, close, and repeat and once again open, spend, closed, and repeat. And I would ask, I will uh, add hope. Hope that uh, we're going to come uh, back, that we're going to bounce back and be once again, uh, one of uh, Canada's and uh, premier destinations. So um, our members have shown resilience, has shown dedication, has shown um, enormous effort have done an enormous effort to bring uh, safety to operate safely and to have safety for their employees and for the visitors in mind and they will all reopen as soon as uh, it is safe to do it Uh, so uh, we're going to have challenges uh, but we will bounce back and we will overcome those challenges as we have done in the past Yeah.
2: Thanks. Yeah. Hope the key word there for sure. And John, from your perspective,
4: well, here in Thars, I mean, our members are uh, much like um, like our administrator Jeanette keeps in touch with them um, almost every week, either by emails or phone calls, uh, along with myself. And we uh, we bear with them if they can't pay. We work with them, and uh, we're trying to retain everybody, but. There's been a few businesses that closed in Thorold, but a lot have opened, and our membership chairperson in this time, you know, you can't go see them or nothing like that. It's hard to get new members, but we have a lot of businesses, quite a few businesses that open opened in Thorold, and hopefully when this uh, crisis is over with, um, I think uh, like what Eduardo said, it's going to come back, and it's going to come back very good, I think, for everybody. We just have to... For now, just be careful and handle with care, and be patient.
1: Yeah, that whole engagement piece is so important. I know that yeah. um, our chamber, in, in the beginning, like before, before we locked down the first time, we had um, started reaching out to every member. Just okay, h- how are you doing? And everybody was, yeah, we're we're okay. We're okay. We're okay. And then the first lockdown came and, uh, you know, again, whatever resources we had, we allocated to making those calls and staying connected. And people were like, you, you know what, we can we can weather the storm, you know, we're good for a month or two, we'll be fine. Um, no one <laughs> could have imagined that, you know, a month or two would turn into, what are we on now? Uh, 15 months? Uh, 13 months? I don't know. I've lost all track of time, but no one could have imagined that we would be in this for, for this long. Um, and then, you know, you know, once we got past that, that two months, as we were making calls, the, the story was different. And it was like, yeah, you know, we, we need help. We, we need to access some resources. We, we need, you know, we're not going to be able to make it on our own. And so I, I will say, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of blame to go around when this is all over, you know, hindsight is 2020 and we should have, we could have. But I think the reality is that the government um, did do the right thing in stepping up and providing incentives and, and grants for business um, because a lot of businesses, and, and you guys would know this, um, you know, just as well as I do, um, are still in business because of those grants and only because of that. And I, I don't know if you guys want to speak to that. Are, are, are you seeing the same thing when you were engaging your members? Were you hearing the same things? Eduardo, I, I see you're, you're ready to go. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: no, I agree with you, Dolores. Uh, I, I think it, it was the reaction was a very quick reaction. Uh, in, uh, and uh, I know that most of our members or many of our members, uh, including ourselves will not be here today if it was not for the wage subsidy for the service for the for the uh, for the CBAP for all these programs that uh, have been so helpful. Uh, communication has not been always there and uh, efficiency of the communications but we are all learning because this is new for everybody including the government. So uh, yes to the to, to both levels of government for quick reaction and trying to uh, to, to bring uh, some kind of solution. Uh, and, uh, and the proof is that we're still running. And, and this is just by itself some kind of a miracle. So it's uh, and, and proof of resilience at the same time. So working together seems to be the key uh, to, 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 to go ahead and, 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 to, and to survive and to bounce back.
1: Yeah, you're right. And, and you know, you, you talk about communication. I don't know about you guys, but early on, um, you know, we were all getting all of this information from, you know, all levels of government and, and there, there, there was good stuff in there. Um, but our members told us pretty early on, please just stop sending us all this stuff. We're getting it from 100 different sources. We don't know what's applicable to us or what's not. It's, it's just confusing us. Um, there's, there's no value in you just regurgitating everything that you're getting. And so we did stop and, um, you know, m- members would call us. So members would call and say, you know, this is my issue. And we would say, okay, so you need to access this, or you need to talk to this, or this is the link that you need to go to to get what you need. And that proved to be much more um, helpful to our members, and I think that's the value of membership with the local chamber of commerce. You know, sometimes, you know, business sets up and, well, why do I need to belong to my local chamber? That's why, because when when you really need help, it's not an email that, that goes somewhere into the abyss. You can pick up a, a phone uh, or, or you have a direct email to someone who's going to respond and they're not going to, you know, like Denise said, if we don't have the answer, we're going to find it for you. Um, and that's really, you know, the value.
3: It's yeah. so true. It, that value is not really written in the chamber of benefits, if you know what I mean. Yeah. That's just something that we extend because we believe it's right and we're compassionate and we care about these businesses and they have to feel comfortable reaching back out to us. And for the most part, they do.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe. Uh, same here is that uh, with the grants and all that, eh, with the um, Oh, Janet sends out the information, but a lot of them, it's, we get the same thing. Like you said, too much information, too many emails, and like it's unbelievable like, these days and that. But uh, I've talked, we talked to a lot of quite a few people myself, and I said, listen, if you need help, Frank, and I, Dolores, you know Frank uh, um, from Venture Niagara. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was talking to him, they, they said it was going pretty good and they still had thousands of dollars. Now, I haven't touched them for a while yet, but I mean, so we pass it on, and, and a few of our members have taken advantage of it yeah. you know, with the grants and that. So,
1: yeah, it can be overwhelming. Eduardo, go ahead.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, uh, you know, when we realize that the enormous amount of information, uh, what we start doing is curating our newsletter. And then at one point, uh, what we did is we came back to a community newsletter in the middle of the week uh, that doesn't talk about COVID. That is just that talks about culture, what is in the theater, what is in the what is uh, the the concerts that we have because we, we, we are forgotten. We are for, All these things are are like in the back somewhere because we are uh, we forgot about them and and uh, so we do. The, the covid newsletter but then we came back to to that community newsletter which is so important for the local chambers because this is what keeps our community connected this is what keeps uh, uh, our uh, cultural uh, venues connected so the people know that there is this concert or this play or um, this uh, event happening and and it's uh, it's it's so important and then the other thing that we have it's we're over zoom eyes or, 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 or we go so many platforms to go too many zooms too many go to meetings mm-hmm. too many webex too many everything I, I mean I don't know how many platforms I have in my <laughs> in, in my computer right now to jump from one to the other so <laughs> we have become very proficient on, 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 on managing all this and, and it's uh, it's uh, but uh, yes we need to, to, to relax a little bit and 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 at the same time go back to the community and see what is in the community what is happening in the community and this is a value that the local chambers we bring uh, to our communities that information that local information
3: that's interesting that you say that Eduardo Uh, we we do the same thing in the the West Niagara there's uh, three chambers that we work very very closely together as do we with all the Niagara Chamber Partnership Chambers, but with Grimsby Lincoln and West Lincoln in West Niagara, we have teamed together to put a collaborative newsletter that goes out periodically with all the the key information that businesses need to know regarding the pandemic, the health and, and what have you. But we never lost sight of our own community newsletters that we send out that have that warmth, that feel, that community. Um, and we we continue to do that on a probably a monthly or twice a month basis, depending on the content that we have. It is important to keep it to that level as well. Mm-hmm.
1: It, it's really about getting back to basics. Um, I know that we're doing you know some some um, post pandemic planning now, you know um, you know how are we gonna be operating after this, and what are some of the programs that are going to be the most relevant for our members? And in all of it, it's, it's really about engaging, you know, those local communities, eng- engaging volunteers within those local communities. It's about getting on the phones to connect with our members. It's, you know, I've, I've been at this chamber gig for a hundred years, it seems, a long, long time. And the things that that we used to do, you know, when I first started, probably more like 30 years ago, are the things that we're looking at doing again and it's it's um it's kind of funny that you know uh, we're looking at um those basic things uh to get us through this pandemic it's it's a little strange it's cyclical
3: it's come back yeah yeah,
1: yeah. It's, <laughs> so old, it's back in fashion
3: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. what's the I'm, I'm just sorry i'm curious to know like you know um Slowing down on the emails, going back to basics. But oats, you know, talking about grants, talking about virtual um, things. and I don't know we have so many platforms now, and I know there's been uh, opportunities to coach people on that and offer up some some lessons to uh, to members and whatnot. What what's been the one thing, if there is one, that you find in each area that that the membership has needed help with, has requested during during COVID? Uh, maybe John, if you want to start.
4: With that The one thing I think is that uh, with all the businesses and with the lockdowns, okay, and we encourage our members, please let us know if you are open to curbside, you're open to whatever, the e-blast, we, 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 we send out a, a memo almost once a month as a reminder and, and, and encourage them to do it, that we're there for them and to help them to promote their business, whether it's curbside or lockdown or, you know, whatever they may do in that. And and I say, and we keep in touch with them, uh, quite a few by phone. Uh, Jeanette does a lot of phone calls, uh, especially with members that are um, uh, past, like, you know, the the members are due, the invoices and that, eh? and encourage essentially, if you want it, you know, we're not here, we don't need it right away, but if you need help, you want to go on a monthly basis or quarterly, whatever you can. So, we, we're working with them, but uh, and, and, but like I said, we say to everybody, it's something we, it's out of our hands, what can we do, you know, like and we just got to be patient.
2: Okay. So, and Denise, in your area, what has been the one thing that, um, that you find your members have really, really required help with?
3: Uh, I, I think because, you know, some of the, so many of the smaller businesses in particular uh, have struggled. They still need the support of, of the connections, the business development connections. It's difficult that we can't do it in person right now, but we do offer that virtually as, as frequent as we believe it should be done. You know, the, the morning coffee events, we call ours Wake Up with West Lincoln. Um, but we always have an opportunity for the businesses to talk, whether we put them in breakout rooms or whatever. To talk about their products and services and keep that flow going. You know, we don't want to break on that for a year, year and a half, two years until this pandemic has subsided. They have to still run their businesses, they have to still promote their products and services, and they have to stay connected. And that's, I think, the the biggest piece that
0: that we can offer them.
2: Yeah. And uh, Edward, are you finding the same?
0: Uh, Well, yes, uh, very similar. but, Uh, If I have to choose one word, uh, it's clarity, helping them to understand exactly what is happening. And this is extremely difficult. We don't have the crystal ball. And uh, when uh, all this started, uh, we immediately went to work into a recovery plan uh, and reopening guide. So by late May, 2020, we had our, our recovery guide. Uh, we work with uh, uh, um, St. John's uh, in New Brunswick, uh, Chamber of Commerce, that they were starting their recovery guide. We uh, put it into the uh, website. We had the recovery plan. And then we have to stop and then restart again and readjust and readjust. So, Clarity, I think, is it, it's uh, to understand what is going on and where we're heading. And this is the most difficult part to say, I don't have the crystal ball. So uh, we need to work together through all this because we, need, we have to readjust everything. All our events, uh, we have keep on planning the events and we have canceled the events. And then we have... Reschedule the events, and then we have cancel against the events. So it's uh, it's um, it's very it, it's uh, it's very challenging, uh, but at the same time we understand that our members need some clarity because uh, the the their livelihood depends on the events that we bring to the town. Mm-hmm. The, the, if the show festival has to reschedule the the reopening of the season, which they have already done three times, but, this is affecting everybody. So, and the interconnection, I I think that pandemic, the pandemic has shown us how much we are interconnected, the interconnection between all of us. And Denise mentioned, uh, and and, and I think Dolores, you did it too, the, the Niagara Chamber Partnership. And this is something that we are nine chambers in Niagara, including the ones that are uh, headed by Dolores, but uh, uh, and, uh, Denise and, 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 and John and myself, we also have Greensby, uh, um, and I, ca- I don't have the list of all of them, but Dolores, you get can, you can, uh, in, in, in my mind, but we're nine chambers and, and boards of trade in, in, um, in Niagara working together uh, to try to achieve exactly that, that interconnection that we have with the region and bring to the region uh, not only the local knowledge, but the regional knowledge and that representation uh, in, in at all levels. So um, the NCP probably is something that uh, we're going to talk much more about NCP in, in the coming month, and, and, and you'll see how effective, and we hope how effective we can be uh, with uh, bringing all that uh, to, our, to our members.
1: Yeah, and, and I know we have a couple of um, things coming up that we'll chat about in a minute, but I, I wanted to answer the question too, Scott. Um, uh, I, um, we found that when, when this first started, um, we had a number of businesses that weren't, weren't set up to sell their products online, um, didn't have an understanding of digital platforms. Um, So, you know, restaurants that that didn't have menus uh, online or stores where you couldn't order products and and pick up. And so they needed a lot of that assistance. And um, one of the things that we were able to do, um, again, you talk about collaboration and partnerships. Uh, We worked with um, Brock University And we were able to uh, through Brock get a grant that um, allowed us to deploy a number of uh, students from Brock to help businesses develop digital platforms so whether it was getting you know an up-to-date inventory list or a menu online or um, a a schedule you know for curbside pickup um, those kinds of projects um, we deployed those students into the membership to, to to help do that and, and that was fantastic. And uh, we, we've just heard word that, that um, we've been approved uh, for four students for this September, again, to do the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I know it's still a big issue. And, you, you know, we talk about the grants that are out there um, and the loan programs that are available to businesses. And, you know, right now it, it is a matter of, of survival. But we, we are really trying to encourage our, our businesses to to take some time and start planning for, for when they are able to reopen. Because if um, if they're not in that mode of thinking right now, um, they won't reopen, right? And so as Chambers, I know that all of us have a number of resources and tools uh, that can assist these businesses, but, but they do have to take the lead. And... Um, you know, and ask for the help, or at least start thinking in that way, because there are resources that we either all have individually, or we we can direct them to. But that was certainly um, a big issue with um, with a number of our members, Scott, in, a, in our South Niagara chambers, for sure.
0: Yeah, uh, I have to add to, to what Dolores is saying, uh, FedDev, uh, Southern Ontario FedDev, has been fantastic also helping with that and and we uh, and you're right uh, not only restaurants but uh, culture uh, cultural nonprofits uh, uh, didn't have their their platforms their their virtual platforms ready so uh, that uh, that help that they got allows them to go virtual and and to bravo Niagara is doing fantastic uh, um, virtual events uh, uh, right now they have a series of amplified concerts. This is thanks to the to the grant that they got from Fed with the, the help of the chamber so it, it's, uh, it, it's important that uh, that uh, um, and many of these experiences are here to stay. We saw it in the wineries we, we saw the virtual tastings things that were inimaginable a few a few months ago. Uh, happening now, and probably, probably they're here to stay, and uh, and and hopefully they're here to stay because some of them are very fun. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Well, it's it's funny. Um, we uh, last week talked to a number of um, young, younger people, um, so um, um, university and college students, and and <laughs> Scott and I felt really old, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. When I think back to the beginning, right, of of this pandemic. Uh, you, you know, we, we all know how to hop onto zoom. We, we, you know, can mute unmute. We can do the basics, but in the beginning, Oh my goodness, I, I guess I should only speak for myself, but what a learning curve. Um, thank God for people like Brian and <laughs> who, you know, were able to walk me through a lot of this and, and, you know, help us still to this day, because they're such great corporate citizens. Um, but it was a huge learning curve. And it was like, uh, okay, we got to do a Zoom meeting. Well, ha- how do we do that? Okay, well, what do I need to do? How do we invite people? How many people can we invite? Do we have the right version of Zoom? What, what are the other platforms that we could use? Is this the right platform for us? Well, our members know how to use Zoom. There was so much, um, so much to learn. And I have to say, you know what? I-, I think we all deserve a pat on the back because the older you get, the harder it is to learn. Okay. And, uh, y- y- you know, we-, we, were, we were having some fun with the young people last week because for them, you know, technology, they were born with it. But um, we not, weren't necessarily born with it. And, and it is <laughs> it is harder. Anybody else or is it just me?
4: <laughs> no, it's, uh, you know, like you said before, like, you know, 20, uh, 15, 20, years ago, we come back to the basic. It's just that it's being done a different way. Right, it's a big learning curve. Yeah, like I mean, mm-hmm. myself with the Zoom meetings. I mean, till last year, I didn't know what a Zoom meeting was. Like you know, <laughs> but I mean, it's um, you no, know, it's, it's for everybody. It's it's and it's not just us here. I mean, it's the whole world. Uh, the you know, like a lot of people I I talked to that you know don't want the uh, the mass that they're abusing, for example. There, it's affecting them. It's not affecting. It's affecting the whole world. That's what uh, you know. Uh, uh, so
1: yeah.
4: Uh, we plug on.
1: <laughs> so so now you're going to hear my dog. Uh, my yeah. apologies to all the listeners. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> to <do> about it. Just <laughs> <Watch this> treat. <laughs> We're just going to ignore her and, and carry on. Um, so we um, there have been some really. Uh, cool stories about how businesses have been uh, innovative and in some cases just darn lucky uh, in being able to stay afloat. And and one of the stories that um, that comes to mind that, that I thought was just like, wow, uh, is about the Shaw Festival. So the Shaw Festival is just a great theater in in Niagara in the Lake. I mean, we, we all know it. We've all gone. We all love it. Um, they actually had the foresight to take out, get this, pandemic insurance three years ago like who would have who would have thought pandemic insurance. But, yeah but they 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 took out pandemic insurance three years ago and it allowed them to keep 500 people employed and because of that they were able to provide us with some great uh virtual uh shows um eduardo can, can you not speak to the insurance part because that's just that's just luck. that's that's incredible. But can you talk a little bit about the impact of of uh, an attraction like the Shaw Festival to the town? Oh, you're on mute, my friend.
0: Sorry, sorry. I, I, I was just uh, I was just saving. Uh, our audience uh, from my dog's barks.
3: <laughs> <So, laughs> <laughs> dogs everywhere.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yes, of course. Uh, li- listen, uh, the, the show is it, one of our uh, two main drivers of the, of the town. We have the wineries and culture. The show is it's the, the main representative of culture, but we also have Bravo Niagara, the Palm House, uh, Music Niagara, the Jazz Festival, all these, the museum, all these cultural institutions uh, that have reinvented themselves. And I will not go to talk about the insurance of the show because it is not only it is not it's also foresight and the incredible work of Tim Jennings as uh, as head of uh, of the of the CEO of, of the. Of the show, uh, the, we have two teams: Team Carroll and Team Jennings. Uh, team Carroll uh, doing the the the, the artistic uh, direction, and and Team Jennings the management of the of the of the show festival. And uh, fantastic team. And and uh, he, uh, Team Jennings, was able to foresee a little bit and, and get into. He was also lucky to to have. Uh, now it's impossible to have pandemic insurances. It's, it's right. unaffordable, but uh, it was affordable at that time. And, uh, and uh, uh, they, uh, they did great. Uh, the show and the other cultural institutions represent uh, one of the main drivers to Niagara-on-the-Lake. And <clears throat> they have reinvented themselves in, in, in many ways. They have also suffered the fact that uh, they have to cancel and restart cancel and restart and uh, and this is very this is very difficult but uh, I was uh, talking a little bit about uh, bravo Niagara amplified section um, the series that they have uh, uh, done uh, and it, it's fantastic every friday uh, you have concerts and the quality of these concerts and the quality of the of the of the artists that they're bringing it, it, it it's amazing it's absolutely amazing uh, what uh, what it, th- they're doing. Same thing for the the, the show, uh, reinventing themselves into uh, music, into other things, and in, and at the same time, providing to their artists the possibility to express themselves. There is an enormous frustration in in the artists that they cannot an artist lives for the public, lives for, 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 for performing and not being able to perform, not being able to act, to sing, to play, it, 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 it's very difficult. So uh, all our cultural institutions have been fantastic, um, allowing the artists to continue, to continue to be artists. To continue to play, to continue to perform, to continue uh, to show their works of art. The farmhouse has gone uh, well over all their possibilities to to be able to do that, and uh, and they have been supported by grants, grants uh, from FedDev, grants uh, from different levels, and uh, and of course wage subsidies and and all that. Uh, but they have been doing great. It, it, I can't. Thank them more uh, for keeping the spirit alive, for keeping the flame uh, alive. It's it's a fantastic, fantastic job. I have to say that the wineries, our other driver, uh, mm-hmm. have also gone uh, over and beyond what they can uh, do to have. Uh, they have reimagined their experiences. They have completely reimagined their experiences, and and uh, the result has been uh, an intimate wine tasting uh, that, as I was saying before, I hope that uh, it's here to to stay. And the appreciation that many of of their actual customers didn't have before of that experience of buying uh, BQA wines, which are 100% local. And that support from the local community, has been fantastic. This is something that we haven't talked too much about it uh, in in, in this conversation, but the support from local communities to our businesses, it has been fantastic. And and it's difficult because uh, in our case, 18,000 residents cannot make up for three and a half million tourists. But nevertheless, the support from the local community for local cultural uh, uh, institutions for local wineries, for local restaurants, for local uh, businesses in general, retailers has been overwhelming and fantastic, and uh, we can't thank uh, our community more uh, for that uh, for that support.
1: Yeah, uh, you know the wineries have have really done a good job. I I I must confess I've done my part to support the local.
3: <laughs>
4: Good for you.
3: <laughs>
4: she doesn't, she doesn't have that many stairs.
3: <laughs> but, um,
1: you know, last year around this time, I, I, I discovered that I could order, you know, all of the wineries had, you know, special uh, pieces of wine that you could order with a, you know, a collection of, of different bottles that you could get. And they were delivering it to your home for free. So I thought about it, wait a minute, I can order a case of wine from you know whatever winery I want with whatever bottles of wine I want and they're gonna bring it right to me? Like, have I died and gone to heaven? Like what? what <laughs> <is this? laughs> but it was fantastic. And so, you know, I, I supported both wineries in Niagara the Lake and wineries in 20 Valley. Was and good. I loved it because I got to know some new wineries that I had never gone to before. And now I'm on all kinds of mailing lists, which I love because uh, they're all doing some really cool things. And even last summer, you know, some of the patios um, were were open where you could go and just enjoy a glass of wine and, and sit, you know, in the vineyards. And um, uh, that is the beauty of Niagara. My God, you know, for folks who've never been. When this is over, that you need to come and go to any winery, pick one; they're all beautiful, and um, enjoy a glass of wine and just sit and um, and enjoy I, the beauty.
0: I call it rediscovering our own backyard.
1: Yes, we
0: have been doing. Yes, discovering our own backyard. Right. That sometimes we have gone through maybe cross in front of a restaurant or a that we never stop because we don't think it, and, and we, because we're used to see it, so right. we don't stop. So suddenly we have rediscovered many of our businesses, many of our restaurants and, and vineyards and, and cultural, uh, uh, cultural events and, and, and exhibitions and, and performances and plays and concerts that we just didn't care because we were used to have it. Yeah,
1: you're right. It's, um, you know, N- Niagara Falls. I mean, the falls in Niagara, right? It's spectacular. But many of us locals, when was the last time you actually drove and, and parked and, and walked to see the falls? But, but in the past year, many of us have because you, you know there's there's nothing else to do and so you're right you rediscover what's in your own backyard and um, wow if you haven't been in a while it's spectacular <laughs> better than i remembered <laughs> so yeah good points um john i wanna i wanna um, ask you um so the th- city of thorold uh is one of three here in niagara um, that is is a part of a partnership with the Hamilton-Oshawa um, Port Authority. So it was big news when it was announced. It was something that we had all been hoping for. And, and of course, the three communities are Thorold, Welland, and Port Colborne, uh, the communities that the Welland Canal actually runs through. Um, what, what kind of impact do you think that partnership with HOPA um, will have on your community and, and, and your members?
0: I think that
4: once the that it was great news to the city of Thorold because the Ontario have been closed at a, a number of employees has been closed and you uh, know that I think once the Hamilton port Authority go, gets going and I was talking to Larissa not the, uh, in Hamilton jeremy Dunn's uh, secretary there and um, that they're getting new tenants more and more okay and I think that once we can get out like I said back to the normality that we can see these people in person to get them settled, we're going to get quite a few members. And with the members, uh, them being members of our chamber and our board, I mean, and then with the E-blast and all that, I think it will benefit the city of Thorold and up the Seaway all the way along greatly, I think, in that, but I mean, again, till we get back to normality We've been trying to, uh, what do you call it, uh, see people, but it's hard to go see people. They don't want to see you and all that. But once we get, uh, what do you call it, back to normal, we get these members, I think it's going to benefit everybody all all the way along the Seaway. And even our members, because they'll know what's there, what they can do, if if it can help them and everything, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I think it's a great investment, and it was a it was a great announcement. And yeah. that's uh, that's really the beauty of Niagara, isn't it? I mean, how, how many different things have we talked about? You know, we've we've talked about attractions, we've talked about you know wineries, we've we've talked about uh, the ports. I mean, it's such a diverse uh, region, um, and that's why you know while we all manage chambers in different communities. Um, you know, you, you think the work is all the same, but it's really not. It's it's just different enough that that it does make a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh
4: no, it will, it will. Like, and I said uh, this would be a great, great, great thing coming down the road, and um, and then if they can get ever the governments can get together and do that highway 20 bypass. Remember they've been yep. talking about it for what yeah. 20, 25 years. Like, you know, I think it'll be even greater news and, uh, it, it's great potential I think for everybody. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, so. uh, Denise, um, your membership, you have a lot of mom and pop shops, which, which really is the backbone for, for many of us. What, what are you hearing from them? What's going on with them?
3: Well, uh, there are some that have suffered, there's no question, uh, like, you know, nail salons, restaurants, uh, things of that nature. Um, but I'm finding that, that more and more of these smaller businesses are, are resilient. They are thinking and doing things outside the box. You know, you talk about the, the digital way of, of, of helping to grow their business and things like that. And I think that more of them are, are reaching out to do those types of things. And I also uh, sort of acknowledge that the cost of of having to do what some of these businesses have to do, the dentist offices and and massage therapists and, and, you know, the various uh, safety precautions that they have to entail. My goodness, I was in them and I couldn't believe what I saw. But, you know, the cost for that, I can imagine what it would be. And and I'm sure that the, the grants and supports cover it. But they are doing what they need to do to keep going. And interestingly enough, on the other hand, the larger businesses that we have in Smithville or West Lincoln, they're busy. They're Some of them are busier than ever. And to the point that labor, they can't get enough labor yeah. to support, uh, you know, we've got some a couple of pretty big businesses in West Lincoln, and they, they're needing labor. So you get it sort of from one end to the other. And I think in most of the cases, though, that, that they will be resilient, the businesses, they, they are going to get through this. And they will come back. I agree to believe
1: that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you make a really good point. Um, there are a number of, of industries um, that are busier than ever. Mm-hmm. And, and next week, we're going to be focusing on that a little bit. Um, you know, we, we know construction and, and parts of uh, manufacturing and even some of the not for profits uh, are, are super busy. And we're hearing from uh, our job developers in the region that there are more jobs than there are people. So it's going to be an interesting problem um, that we have moving forward. And I think Eduardo, you can, um, you can uh, chime in as well, but I I, I think that once um, things get rolling again and we reopen and, and our tourism businesses, you know, can reopen and um, it, you know, people start flowing again to Niagara Falls and Niagara and the Lake and the rest of Niagara. I think the biggest issue they're going to have is uh, labor uh, because you know, a lot of those folks have been out of work, and they've they've moved on to other jobs in, in different types of industries. And um, I, I think labor is, is going to be a challenge uh, for the tourism industry. Eduardo, uh, what do you think?
0: Definitely, it 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 will, and uh, we have been advocating um, through um, different uh, associations, through the OCC, to tie on tie for um, support. On uh, on uh, um, retraining and uh, and uh, and hiring because as you said many of the people move on and change industries uh, so we're going to have uh, we're going to have a lack of of uh, of labor uh, that and labor that was already trained so we need to retrain or train uh, new labor this is also an opportunity this is also an opportunity for younger. Uh, people to get into the to get into the uh, into the business. Uh, the, one of the purposes of of tourism uh, all across Canada is to create uh, middle class jobs. So it's uh, it's uh, and it's one of the, the main purposes of uh, destination Canada is to create those middle class jobs. So it's uh, it's uh, it's going to be a challenge, and probably this is going to be one of the main challenges. Uh, and uh that we are going to we're going to face uh, because at the same time as a short cold destination that we are uh we are poised to recover first uh, than the rest of 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 okay. the industry and so uh that will be that will be a challenge uh for sure but I have to tell you that I prefer to have that challenge than not to have it because that will mean that we're recovering.
1: Definitely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I would think too. We've been hearing a little chatter about um, healthcare and how you know folks uh, who've been working throughout healthcare during the pandemic are, are really burned out, and that we're going to see a lot of people leaving um, that industry and moving to something else, and that we could be in for a real uh, shortage in in healthcare as well. Which um, which is uh, a little scary, but might make for an interesting conversation. Scott, what do you think? <laughs>
2: yeah, absolutely. It'll be a very that'll be a very good one. Yeah, we, there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of things with uh, when when we do get back to normal. That uh, there'll be a lot of positives, but there's going to be a lot of challenges too. Um, and we're getting we're getting a little tight on time here, so I thought maybe we could just leave and, and uh, with one question. And Doris, I'll, I'll I'll ask you this as well for all of you in this in your positions. Um, you know, you've had to, you know, I uh, know a lot of people hate this word. But you've had to pivot. You've had to change the way you do business for your members. Uh, what's the one thing that you think you're going to hold on to from what you've had to do during this last year that is, has that is worked well? Um, John, I'll start with you.
4: I hope we can hang on to our memberships as much as possible. That's number one. <laughs> and, and like I said, then it's going to be challenging. Like you said, you know, once this is over, there's going to be a lot, a lot of changes. You know I mean? Um, nobody knows, you know, it's, you know, you, you, we don't have a crystal ball, what's going to happen. But I mean, the one thing that we're going to like doing, like I said before, we're going to keep working with our members, try to grow our membership. And uh, with, through our own memberships alone, and also, you uh, I know we discussed with the Niagara Chamber Partnership, the associate member, I mean uh, that's all we can do is promote, promote, promote mm-hmm. and that's it, you know, but yeah. nobody knows what's going to happen, you know, and how long is this going to last? I mean, if we all knew how long it's going to last, well, then we yeah. can do something, but <laughs> we could be heading for another shutdown,
2: you know. Yeah, well, yeah, there's no way to know, but yeah. Uh but thank you, John and Denise. For you, has there been a, anything in particular that you've done in this last year that you're that has been, you know, uh, successful and you, you'll continue to, to do?
3: Well, we're going to continue to stay the course, of, of course, with uh, the virtual events to support the members' business development. I mean, we had to cancel some pretty big events last year: our free community barbecue, our business awards. We even do a home show, and you know, so we had to cancel all of that. But one of the things that we did continue on with, and I'm really happy that we did um our uh, business directory just to show you that our 2021 2022 edition a list of all of our members and we talk about the all of our uh, niagara chamber partnership chambers as well so that's been a big success for us and very much uh, wanted within our community and with the objective of course of supporting the biz- businesses and having them shop local and you know do what they can to keep things going that way um, but I think one of the uh, other important things mo- in moving forward, our relationship uh, with our nine chambers that we've spoken to throughout this event through the Niagara Chamber Partnership has has just been absolutely wonderful. It's it's just been engaging and nurturing. And we're taking what we are learning from this and the experiences that we are learning, we brainstorm new products and ideas to do what we can to support our member businesses in all of our our nine communities and it doesn't matter whether it's in agriculture or in theater or whatever it is we are here for the businesses and uh you know in working with you know dolores and and our entire team um we're putting together some excellent um events uh we have one coming up on the 18th of may so you want to save that date and you're going to be hearing everything that you should be hearing all about our associate membership, a a very cost effective product to help expand business development for businesses. And then we have another one coming up, um, um, Niagara recovery on the road to recovery. And that's going to be a five series event, and it will start June 1st, every Tuesday, uh, June 1st on, on topical issues of various sectors in uh, business components. Uh, Delores can speak a little more to that. It, it, that would start June 1st on every Tuesday right to the end of the month. So save those dates as well because I think you'll be pleasantly pleased at what you hear uh, in the next series. Right. Well, that's Thank
2: you. Eduardo, you, you gave some thumbs up there during, uh, during Denise's uh, comments.
0: So yeah absolutely absolutely uh, Denise you you read my mind and 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 uh, I'm glad the 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 connection between the NCP is so so good uh it's uh if uh, there um, well if there's something that we're going to to keep on going is that promoting the NCP, that Niagara Chamber partnership. And, uh, and Denise already mentioned the event, and I hope that Dolores will make a, the, the point on, on, on those. But it's, uh, and probably the other thing that we're going to have for the rest of our lives is Zoom or any similar platform. So uh, hopefully it will not be abused by Zoom, but uh, but uh, but uh, it's it's here to stay. There are many things that are here to stay. And uh, and. uh the way of the way we do business has changed in many in, in many aspects. The way we uh, we pack uh, meetings in one day has changed because of the technology, and that's probably here to stay in many ways. Even if we go back to. Uh, to board personal, in-person board meetings. Uh, But it has been very practical to keep on doing. When the pandemic started in 2020, uh, our first board was canceled. The the board meeting was canceled. And then the second I say, no, we cannot keep on canceling. Mm
2: -hmm. We went
0: online. We went on Zoom or similar and 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 try to manage that, and that has been very helpful and probably this is something that is here to stay so for me uh, two things to retain that new way of uh packing meetings and, and 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 be very efficient and uh the ncp the ncp is probably one of the best things that we can promote in the in the uh, in the niagara region with the niagara chambers and uh for our communities and for the benefits of our members. And uh, we're going to do a formal launch of all that. And uh, in our case, it's going to call the NCP membership. It's the associate NCP membership. And it's it's a fantastic, fantastic tool for networking at regional level. Thank you. All right. And Dolores.
1: All right, well, I, uh, I think Eduardo was right. I think moving forward, it is really gonna be a, a blend of digital platforms and in-person events. For every person that we talk to who says, I'm so done with digital platforms. I wanna see people in person. I wanna get out there. I wanna get back in the office. I don't like this. We have, you know, someone who says, I absolutely love the digital platforms. I never wanna go back to the office. I'm so much more efficient. So we know it's going to be a combination of, of both. Um, for meetings, yeah, certainly, you know, when you can get in person and shake a person's hand, it's easier to make connections. But in terms of efficiency, you, you know that an hour Zoom meeting is an hour. You know, it's, it's not a, a half hour, or 15 minutes to get to the meeting and then the same amount of time to get back to your office and, you know, the chit chat before and after, an hour is an hour. And so in terms of efficiency, it's important. And I think, too, even with just some of our learning forums, the digital platform does seem to work well because, um, you you know, if it's a lunch and learn, people hop on, um, they can eat their lunch, they can learn something, and then, you know, they're still at their desk and they can get back to work. For some of our networking events, it's got to be in person. Um, It just doesn't work the same way uh, virtually, so I I think – that we are going to have Zoom brain for a long, long time to come, but it, it will be um, a combination of, of both. And um, I do want to speak to the NCP uh, just a little bit. These guys have all mentioned it and that's fantastic. So NCP is the Niagara Chamber Partnership, which is a partnership of the nine local chambers and get ready. That includes Fort Erie, Niagara Falls, Port Coburn-Wainfleet, Well and Pelham, niagara the lake Thorold, Lincoln, West Lincoln, and Grimsby. Nine, nine chambers, I got them all. Uh, this is a partnership that we started back in 2013. And really it, um, it, it just um, it encourages us to, to work together, share best practices, uh, provide some joint programming, and of course, offer an associate membership. Uh, We'll give you more details on that on uh, May 18th. Uh, We're hosting a virtual event for all of our members. But basically, if you join your local Chamber of Commerce and, you know, that's the the community where your business is located, that's your your local chamber, the one that you should be supporting, um, then you can have an associate membership with any of the other um, eight in, in the region. And so if your business is in West Lincoln, but but you're doing a lot of business in Welland or or in Niagara-in-the-Lake, you can get a, an associate membership in those communities and you can go to those events and you can connect with those people. And it is one of the things that I am the most proud of because it's such a benefit to all of our members across Niagara. I'm really, really proud of it. And and these guys all uh, all make it happen. So champions for sure. Um, Great program, and like Denise said, on May 18th, um, we've got a virtual event for all of our members. Hopefully they all uh, tune in and and learn more. And by the way, I I will also say that I think it's um, the only one of its kind. The associate membership that we have created, I don't think there's anything else like it in the country. Just saying. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Modestly speaking, of course. Right. <laughs> well, there's a, a lot of
2: positives, uh, obviously, that uh, are going to hold over from this, uh, and you, you all spoke uh, eloquently to them. and And I'd like to just thank John and Eduardo and Denise for uh, for spending this hour with us. Uh, a lot of good information, and uh, yeah, we don't know how it's all going to end, but we it looks like we have a lot of positive stuff moving forward. So, uh, thank you all of you for joining us today and. Uh, Dolores, what's cooking for next week?
1: Oh, well, next week we're going to be welcoming Blake Landry. He's a manager of economic research and analysis for the regional municipality of Niagara. Len Stoke, president of Stoke Construction, and Don Sear, chair of the Niagara Industrial Association, will be uh, discussing the results of the most recent economic rapid recovery team survey, as, we, as well as gaining some insight into our construction and manufacturing sectors here in Niagara. To all of our listeners, tell us the topics that you're talking about because we want to talk about them too. Thanks so much for joining us and uh, have yourselves a wonderful day.
0: Take care, right? Thank you. All right. Bye.
2: Thanks, Scott. Everybody.